What's going on, designers, decorators? It's Timothy, founder and CEO of Indima. Hey, and this is Hannah Boyer from Hannah Boyer & Co. How's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. So I hear you got braces. <laughs> I did. So if I, if I uh, start slurring, that's why. That's <laughs> okay. It happens to the best of us. I had braces. My sisters had braces. We all have it eventually. <laughs> yeah, just for me, it's at age 32. So <laughs> N nothing wrong with that. At least it's better now than when you're 78, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about something. We we. It's so funny because we had we had like already wow i can't talk we already had a conversation about about this um yeah, a while ago right when it first came out and i think we just didn't go with it because as i was like listening to it there's so much to talk about that i felt like it really wasn't really organized so we got it organized now so we're going to jump into artificial intelligence ai chat gpt i mean they all kind of are put into this little bowl but talking about how it's how it's going to be impacting our industry, how it's really good for our industry, and of course there are there are cons too. But let's start off with what are your what are your personal thoughts, Hannah, about AI and ChatGPT and and all that? Wow, I feel like it's it's so large and encompassing. Like I, it's hard to even let you know wrap your mind around what it all can do. And mm -hmm. there's definitely an untapped uh, market for that where you know we're just starting to learn how to implement it and i'm intrigued like i think it could be really really useful for business owners yeah i actually just had a meeting i can't say too much about this <laughs> <laughs> um i just had a meeting with the company they're actually based in switzerland switzerland and romania and uh they have two locations in each of them and the meeting was about their new AI technology that would take your CAD drawing, your 2D CAD drawing, and it would automatically generate a 3D floor plan. Um, and then you can walk through using a headset, like a VR headset, you can walk through and there's also a computer version of this where you could just use your mouse like think of like the tours that you do on Zillow or something where you can walk through the whole entire space. And if you click the floor, they're importing material from all of these like companies. Right now, they only have material from Romania and Switzerland for obvious reasons. Right. So we're going to do a run with them in the United States. We'll be their first like US, USA territory um, to bring it to USA market. And we told them like, we're not doing it until you get like at least like 50% of what material there is available here. Because mm. there there needs to be that much um, in there already, but you can like change everything. You could change the doors in this VR. You can change the windows. You can change the color of the windows. You can change the color of the door, the door frames, the crown molding, the floorboards, the carpeting, the literally every single detail. You can make the walls textured or not textured, like lots of texture, medium texture. It's so insane on where like this is all going. So my personal thoughts are that I'm. <laughs> super excited about it because it's really making our jobs like so much easier and i i don't know if you saw in the facebook group but i literally posted a couple weeks ago i was like look ai and chat gpt depend on your clients being able to actually tell it what they really really want and say it in such a precise way that the system knows what they're saying and mm -hmm. clients can't even relay that information to us let alone 
in AI software. So I, I truly believe that our jobs are pretty safe. I think AI is a tool for us to enhance our jobs as designers, not necessarily take our jobs away. Totally. I mean, there's still the implementation aspect of it. So even if they could use AI to generate mm -hmm. a whole render, you know, you still need a de the designer's expertise to be able to put it into motion. Oh, exactly. Just like, I mean, AI is really just a, an extra tool in our system, right? Or in our arsenal. Like, yeah. Just as um, SketchUp is a tool that we use, AutoCAD, yeah. Revit, you know, all of these are just tools that we use. And I think that that's what AI should be seen as. Um, and yeah, there, there, there are a lot of designers that I've talked to where they are a little worried. But mm -hmm. I think those that are worried don't truly understand um, what AI is. And they really haven't educated themselves enough to understand what it is and how it can enhance their jobs as a designer so what yeah, about i, I was oh, go gonna say I, I i follow this instagram feed where it is ai generated renderings um, mm -hmm. and insane beauty like just beautiful look like pictures you know by a photographer um but to have that capability to be able to show your clients those kinds of spaces mm -hmm. to that you know level of precision um why wouldn't you want to do that Oh, yeah. Even Photoshop. Did you notice Photoshop has a generative tool? No, I don't use Photoshop. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll show you later. It is. Okay. It is so crazy. Like, but it's also not perfect either. And that kind of goes into one of the cons of AI is it's not perfect. I mean, even though it's a computer, but mm -hmm. computers aren't perfect. I, for one, having and, you know, been in software for quite some time now. I struggle with computers every freaking day and I, I hate them. So I, I feel like you just need to understand it. But what are some ways that you think a designer can really enhance their process using AI? Like what's one thing you can think of? Immediately what comes to mind is email communication with your clients, mm -hmm. um, especially the difficult conversations like termination or requiring payment because they're late. You know, those kinds of things where you're like, I don't want to come up with the right word that sounds professional and, uh, you know, concise. I did that the other day for a termination email and I had to go through chat GPT. I think, I think I put like two or three different inputs in there to kind of fine tune it. And then mm -hmm. I took what I wanted from it and then, you know, pulled it even more, but it gave me a really great starting place. Yeah. ChatGPT is, it's really interesting. I'm going to read something to you and I'm going to show you kind of just like how insane this is. So essentially I did a uh, email a couple of days ago because I have ChatGPT plus and the email was rejecting the option um, to purchase because not purchasing the material is it basically in helping a designer basically say to her contractor because her contractor was like, Hey, you know, can you just purchase this stuff for me and give me the discounts of it? She was like, no, purchasing is not at all within my scope of work. And that's not what I do. So I had it basically shorten uh, a whole entire pat. Like, I think it was like six or seven paragraphs that she wrote. And I had it shortened into like two paragraphs. But what's crazy about this is you could even say, like, after you get it to generate what you wanted to, you could even say, rewrite this as um, let's say Jim Carrey <laughs> and <laughs> it will rewrite like your email in the way Jim Carrey would write it. And you could even analyze like your own handwriting. Like you can say, 
analyze this email, not handwriting, but analyze this email's writing style and mm -hmm. paste the email in quotes. And then you say, rewrite this in the same writing style that you've analyzed. And it will rewrite that email and use your own and like its own analyzed yeah. style version of yours to make it look like you actually wrote it instead of a generated from a computer. Yeah, it's it's so insane. And it's just I think what what has to happen is designers need to just kind of learn it a little bit and do a little bit of research um, to truly understand what the pros are of doing that. But I love that idea of email client communication and just you know, rewriting emails or asking the system to respond to it in a professional way. It'll save you a lot of time too. Cause I've like, <laughs> spent like 30 minutes one time writing an email. Oh yeah. That'd be me or maybe an hour. I just, <laughs> you know, overthink it all. So <laughs> uh -huh. yeah, exactly. So one thing I think would be creating a scope of work. So one thing about scope of work is it, it is such a detailed document, but ChatGPT can really help you with that because if you if you prompt it to say, you know, uh, write a scope of work for this type of project, and then you summarize what your project is, let's say full kitchen renovation, um, utilizing custom cabinetry, hardwood floors, and just a very like brief summary about what the project is about. You could even say like include a timeline, example timeline, um, you know, of of the way this project can go the whole system will literally like write out for you a whole entire scope of work and section it off for you in like different areas like design and you know sourcing and it, it knows to do that it's pretty insane and then you could go into into that further and i'm not sure if you know this but when you're in ChatGPT and you have it essentially generate something you can build on that generative text which means that you can say in that same text thread, rewrite this and shorten it. And it'll actually rewrite and remember what you said before because it's not singular text thread. So when you're talking about scope of work, you could even say, you know, rewrite phase three to be more detailed and it will regenerate that whole entire scope, but rewrite phase three to be more detailed. And you can fine tune it right in that same thread without you having to like do multiple chats and then pick out one from, you know, apart from here, apart from there. And so it's really, really helpful to save time even, you know, on that, that side of things too. Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize that I've definitely copied and pasted and then like regenerated. <laughs> so, good to know. Yep. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's basically it memorizes everything that you, cause it's in that same thread. So it's like, you know, it remembers essentially what was already talked about previously, even if that thread's really, really long, even if that thread had like 50,000, you know, things that you wrote in there in that single thread, um, you could even say, you know, remember the other day we talked about, you know, ABC, XYZ, can you rewrite that again or remind me what it was so I don't have to scroll and it will literally tell you. Um, but you could even take that scope of work after it's done. And my second thing that I would say it enhances the design process is creating an example budget from that. I did a workshop a couple of weeks ago where we did this example and I, you do have to specify. So it's like create a, you know, medium range scope, I'm sorry, budget for this based out of Los Angeles, California. Mm. And it will, it will know by historical data. So ChatGPT pushes historical data from 2021 and before. So it's a little outdated. But you could even account for that increase in costs from 2021 and say, you know, add 30% to that or 40% to that 
Um, and it, it is pretty accurate. Like we did a kitchen renovation from, from like start to finish. And it said like the, you know, the budget range in this would be anywhere between 85,000 and $135,000 based on that scope of work that we generated. Hmm. That's nuts. And yeah. super, super helpful. Like you just, if nothing else is giving you a starting place, right? You're not having to just pull something out of the air. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it'll save you a ton of time. What do you think? What do you think are some cons though that I that designers should consider? You know, pertaining to AI, hmm. a cautionary. Yeah. Well, so if I think about the potential of using it for blog posts or um, other like social media types of things, um, my understanding is that the internet can understand, like, know whether or not it's AI generated or not. And so you have to be careful. Again, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have to be careful whether or not, like, it it looks like it's been computer generated because then it'll be flagged so there's you know elements of needing to add your own mm -hmm. talk style to it and fluff it up or all that yeah a couple of tricks so you're right um google almost a week after ChatGPT came out google changed their algorithm to detect whether or not text was from an ai generated system or if it sounded human mm. don't ask me the science behind it because i have no idea how you can tell a paragraph is what? written by a human <laughs> but basically what happens now is if google determines that anything on your site including your blogs including your copy um is even like 10 percent written by ai it'll lower your ranking on on seo and on google because they are deeming that information is not genuine and there's right. no value behind that information because it's coming from an AI generated source and not a source of like actual knowledge from your own brain. So mm -hmm. it's so insane. But the trick to that is there's tools out there that are that are article rewriters. Um, so you could even like, I'm not advising this, don't do this <laughs> at all. I'm just using it as an example. But you can literally copy someone else's whole entire blog post and run it through an article rewriter and Google won't pick up that that article was written by you or someone else or even uh, plagiarizing. It's not going to recognize that because it's rewriting that whole entire article. So if you are going to use ChatGPT for a blog post, you can certainly do that. But you're going to have to run it through a rewriter or at least change a couple of words in each of the paragraphs um, to something different. So that way it kind of tricks the Google system into thinking that it was fully written by you and not AI. Yeah. Gosh, I think about when I was in high school and, you know, plagiarism was such a, and it still is a big thing, but like <laughs> not have that kind of access um, to tools that, you know, would, would distort, uh, you know, articles or whatever that you were trying to <laughs> recreate <laughs> yep that's there's even uh do you know i don't know if your kids have used this it's basically a school system it's a software i forgot what the name of it was but they have to submit their work in there like if they were to write an essay or something they have to submit it to that and then it automatically detects whether or not it was plagiarized um, now that system also does AI detection for ChatGPT, 
because students are being caught writing essays using ChatGPT. So, (laughs) and they're not smart. They're just copying and pasting and not running it through an article rewriter. So they're getting caught with it. But yeah, there's there's more technology that's in integrating with that to make sure that people are not abusing, you know, the the system, so to speak. Yeah. So that was one con. Can you think of another con in using AI? Yeah, it's not always correct. So you can ask it. Uh, and I'm I'm sure it's better now. I mean, there is uh, ChatGPT Pro where you pay 20 bucks a month and it has access to the internet. So it's a little better. But mm-hmm. um, if you're not wanting to pay for Pro, you can ask it, you know, um, calculate the amount of wallpaper I will need for a eight foot wide by 11 foot high wall when the wallpaper has a repeat pattern of, let's say, 20 inches. Mm-hmm. And it will generate the math for that, but it's not it's not fully correct. So don't depend on it for stuff like that, where you really should be doing it the correct way and not trying to cut corners that way, because it's only going to cost you money as a designer. So yeah. be smart with how you're using it, um, because of the fact that it's not a perfect tool. It's not it's, a, it's never going to be perfect. And it'll just save you a big headache not doing it and just doing it the, the correct way in the first place. Yeah. That's Besides harsh. that, I feel like, I mean, there's just so many reasons to use it and explore the options that it has as a business owner. Yeah, it saves a ton of time. I'll I'll admit that wholeheartedly. And now there's there's more and more and more tools coming out. And Dima is going to be implementing AI here shortly. Um, I'm sure Dubsado, I mean, Dubsado is probably implementing it already too. You know, we I noticed all... it on my, like my, my loom videos. Yeah. Um, it's like renaming my videos just based on the conversation that I'm having. It's yeah. crazy. Like even, um, oh, what was it? There was. Ooh, Canva oh. also was doing it. Yes. Canva is doing it. Buffer also has it later has it where you can like create AI to generate, you know, like what you could do in ChatGPT too. I mean, the unfortunate part about this though, in the industry is a lot of those tools that are going to be implementing it are going to see it as a way to increase pricing. Mm. And that's not fair because ChatGPT is literally like 20 bucks a month. But I Mm. see a lot of platforms that are implementing it now that are inclusive of it. Um, Mm. But I can totally see, you know, in our industry, like, you know, if Kuham or Fourier were to come out with like AI to some degree, they would either create a new package that is inclusive of it, which I think actually Kuham already has AI embedded in their stuff, but it's on the higher priced packages. Okay. When in reality, it's actually free for them to use the ChatGPT um, API. That's also going to change too. Like Twitter just changed their API. It's like $40,000 a month starting to have the API. So a lot of like Social media platforms like Buffer have to pay Twitter like 40 grand a month just for you to connect to your Twitter account. So it's eventually going to get to a point where a lot of those tools that are going to implement it are just going to increase their pricing or make you pay a lot more to have that because it's convenience. Yeah. What? Um. Any final thoughts? Hmm. Don't be afraid of trying it and seeing what it can what it can provide for you and uh, enhance in your business. Yeah. I, I would probably say the same thing. Like, don't be afraid of it. 
just jump into the deep end and experience it. It's not going to hurt experiencing it, but yeah, straight on. I don't know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) You hit the nail on the head and I couldn't have said it better. (laughs) Thanks, Timothy. (laughs) Well, that was a conversation. Uh, Definitely jump into AI. It's fun. Have fun with it. Mid journey, chat GPT, whatever you can get your hands on, just Google stuff. Um, it's really, really fun. And I think once you start really learning it, you'll see that it saves you a lot more time and there's a lot more pros and cons of it. But thank you for tuning in today. It was um, a pleasure talking to you all about AI, ChatGPT, and Hannah's braces. <laughs> you will not find pictures of me with braces. Sorry to disappoint you all. <laughs> I think you should post a nice Instagram picture. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Well, talk, right, uh, take care, everyone. Uh, Hannah's email and info will be in the description as usual, as well as as well as mine. But if you have any questions for us, feel free to reach out. Bye. Bye, everyone.